0: What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. So today's episode of After the Snap, um, I will be having a guest and we will be discussing the... Avengers Endgame Trailer. My special guest today is friend of the show and friend of mine, Davina Lark, and she was able to join me because she is our top Patreon supporter. So uh, sit back and enjoy our conversation about Avengers Endgame Trailer, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. All right, and joining me, joining me for this segment, as promised for a bonus episode, is our top Patreon supporter for the month of November and probably December, too. But anyway, uh, Davina Lark, say hello to the audience. Hello, everyone. So you heard Davina's name an awful lot during the show because he is one of our most frequent commenters. Uh, she's a, a huge support. She shares the show and she is a Patreon supporter. So we appreciate Davina. And, uh, I guess I must say that, uh, Endgame, which is, we found out is the title of our Avengers four movie was broken to me because I was knocked out due to an overdose of sleeping pills and, um, <laughs> Rachel Nelson, broke the trailer on the Snap Survivor page, so she may be joining us for a future episode. And uh, thank you very much, Rachel, for uh, being on top of things, because I obviously was not. <laughs> Alright. So, let's talk about the in-game trailer. I'm going to break it down uh, I guess shot by shot, almost. It's, it's... So, gonna go into our end game breakdown shot by shot of this trailer you ready Davina yes I am all right we're gonna start uh, where the sh- where it began with uh, Tony and Nebula-, Nebula are floating adrift in space they're out of food and water nearly out of oxygen Tony is preparing for death and he sends a message to Pepper in the event that the, that the ship is ever found Um, He's using the Iron Man helmet, which makes a very nice juxtaposition. He's like declaring his love for Pepper, but at the same time, he's looking in the face of Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Dee, what did you think about that? I had to look at it a couple of times. Um, It almost made me cry, actually, because you've never seen him like that. He's not like the vulnerable type. He's always like... On top of his game and in control, and I just felt like this was like a vulnerable moment where we get to see another side of him, and it was to his sweetheart, so it was really really nice. So now, that, and that's my my question is like, which sweetheart was he really talking to? Because again, he's talking to Pepper, obviously, but this whole conversation is being being had with his mask, which gives me that whole that whole which one do I love more kind of feeling out of Tony still. And uh, we didn't, we, we know that Nebula is on the Benatar and the Benatar is the name of the guardian ship. And that's the ship that they're on. We know that Nebula is there, but we haven't seen her yet. So going up to the second shot, we get the first scene with Black Widow, Cap, and Banner. It looks like it was not very long after the events of the Infinity War. The emotions seem very raw. The wounds are still wide open, and Cap explains all that was lost. How did you feel about that that little scene? Um, I don't know. Like, I think that they were like kind of trying to, I don't know, maybe doubting themselves or um, going trying to go back over everything and see if there was like something else that they have they could have done. Right. I get the feeling that black widow was explaining it to somebody who didn't know what had actually happened of course we will this is all just speculation neither one of us has a a, a magic mirror where we can see on the other side of the trailer but i did feel like she was talking to somebody who didn't know exactly what had happened and and cap uh explaining everything that was lost that is just to to i guess it's just to hurt us all over again Because (laughs) they they really and truly, you know, they they are they're exploiting this hurt in this in this trailer. Yes. I did (laughs) that. I felt that a lot. Yeah, so on the screens in the background, did you notice the photos of the characters who were, I guess, uh, unaccounted for? No! Okay, so one picture shows Scott Lane who's ant who was Ant-Man. Then the next screen was Shuri. But then it changed into Peter Parker. And all the way up until now, we thought Shuri was safe. We knew Peter was dusted. We know where Scott Lang is. He was uh, caught up in the quantum realm. Right. But we honestly thought Shuri was safe. And here she is listed among the people who are unaccounted for. So what do you think is <laughs> the this all over again? And it more... <laughs> See, but that's what that's what you got me for but What wonder what you say what was it that's, i thought i saw everything and i call myself like watching it like two or three times but i didn't get that part that, that, like i said that's what you got me for to just sit around and do nothing but watch this this trailer probably a hundred times just to make sure i saw every little thing so after we get through with this if you watch it again, watch it with some of the things that I say in mind and then try to see something else because I there's no way I caught everything either, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll move along. So we talked about the screens in the background. Then we saw Thanos. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't see his him completely. We just saw the, arm, the fried arm with the gauntlet <laughs> and right. it's still raggedy and he, he's still limping and moving as though the pain is still fresh. So that looks like uh, it is right after the events of Infinity War. He also made that scarecrow with his armor, which is like a nod to the comics. He did that in the comic books too. Did you notice that? Okay, when you talk about the scarecrow, are you talking about the Iron Man type thing? Yeah, so that was that was uh, Thanos' armor and uh, he, he just has it because he's got a farm planet. So where he Went to uh, guess retire after he uh, after he completed his purpose was the farm planet. So now he's a farmer, and he and he made a scarecrow out of his armor. So that's what we saw in that uh in that one scene, sitting right in the middle of that uh yeah that corn like a cornfield or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, I'm looking at the trailer as you're talking to me now I see all the little faces you gotta really pay attention to that it, cause it's going by quick but like I said I, I slowed it down and just watched this shot by shot that's that's how I caught all these little things you know okay um, the next thing we have is like an aerial shot of the Avengers headquarter and you can look at that the headquarters and tell that some time has passed because the grounds look raggedy right now <laughs> Look like ain't nobody cut no grass, ain't nobody trimmed no hedges. It's just it's looking like things are growing out. Hmm. And then we 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 saw Thor, and he looks devastated. And what we found out from the directors of the movie, we knew that his people were already uh, half destroyed when Thanos came on the refugee ship and just uh, raided it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. The half that was left, when Thanos snapped, that went cut in half too. So now there's only a quarter of Thor's people uh, left. Okay, so you can imagine why he's looking really sad. Because uh, when you think about it, he had the most control over how this whole thing ended. If he would have went for the head instead of hitting him in the chest, uh, maybe we'd be talking about Thor right now. Uh, but, but we, but we, we got Thor, got into his ego at the end of Infinity War. He wanted to, he wanted to rub it in at Thanos and, and that's how, uh, we ended up losing. So you can imagine that that's heavily on his mind right now. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? I didn't get all of that, but it, it, it makes sense now that you've explained it as everything else that you explained. <laughs> and then I am in the background at home like, oh okay. Now next thing we saw Nebula. We finally get a little a little shot of Nebula aboard the Benatar. And at one scene it just appears that she's lost in thought. And I would imagine that she's uh she's thinking about how what all just went down and how they attempted to stop it and uh, she lost her sister I can imagine all of those things are going through her head and then the next time we see her which is the very next scene, she looks like she's comforting Tony she's got her hand on his shoulder but that was very quick very fleeting they didn't hang out hang out there very long on that scene did you Did you catch that catch it nope <laughs> again I did not Oh my goodness, so much information in this small, small frame And the trailer. Trailer. Yeah, they packed a lot of, uh, it's useless information though, it's not getting us anywhere, it's, it's doing nothing but making us more emotional, really, because it is, it's not giving us a whole lot of the plot, Um, it's not giving us any sneak peeks of who might be coming in the shadows, you know, but... Very oh, very mysterious. Mysterious. Yeah, yeah, all we're getting, mysterious. Mysterious. <clears throat> we getting is sad. <laughs> a lot of oh, sad. I didn't even know that was her touching a shoulder. I didn't even know that's what that was. It okay. appears that way. Now, it might not be that. That's the way I read it. So if somebody else read it different, let us know at afterthesnap at gmail.com. And um, we'll talk about it on the next episode, next full episode, in fact. And then uh, we got Cap when Cap goes on saying we lost friends, we lost family, it cuts to Hawkeye. And, uh, now Hawkeye is in Ronin mode, and and that's his dark, uh, that's the dark character that Hawkeye portrayed. And I can't remember what made him switch in the comics, but we we can imagine what made him switch in the movie. It appears that his family must have got caught up in the snap mm-hmm so you, we see uh, Ronan Hawkeye he wipes his blade on the sleeve of his new new uh hooded uniform and on the ground we see dead Akuza who and, and uh he turns around and then he he faces Natasha and so he's in Japan and okay. the the, the Yakuza is like a uh like a mob, like a mafia, a, a Japanese mafia type thing. And I don't know what made him decide he was going to go there and just kill people. <laughs> I guess we'll find out, you know. But, yeah, it looked like he's taking a, he's the loss very hard. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it, who that was on the ground. I didn't know what was going yeah, on with it, that. It, he was just out there. <laughs> looked like he was just out there killing folks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, next, the next scene... Uh, self-cap so in his stealth uniform and he's looking at a picture of Peggy and they obviously have a plan because Natasha tells him this is going to work Steve to which he answers I know it is because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't and it, it sounds like it could either be a person who has lost all hope if this one thing doesn't work or a person who doesn't know how crazy they might go if this plan doesn't work. So it, I I can read it either way. What what did what did you think when you heard him say, "I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't." Basically the same thing. is like like it doesn't even sound like he really has a plan B. It sounds like it is what it is, and um, we we're I'm throwing all my eggs in this one basket, and I'm hoping that they work. Right. <clears throat> then. The next thing we saw was the Avengers logo. And if you notice, it was forming from dust. It was being pulled back together, though. So I thought that was dope. It was like, uh, instead of the way the, the Marvel logo at the beginning uh, turned into dust, mm-hmm. this Avengers logo is coming back together from dust. That means they're, they're coming back from the dead type thing? I think it's just hinting at... That dusting is going to be reversed, yeah. Okay. Somehow, we're going to get a reversal of the dusting. Also, and looking at the A in Avengers, and then you see this like circle going around the back of it. It could be one of two things to me. It was either one of those donut ships that the, the children of Thanos arrived on Earth in, or it was that forge... That Thor had to uh, get started on on how you say this oh, Nidav- oh. Nidavaleer, Nidavellir I forgot how to say it Nidavaleer, with the with the dwarf so and I'm thinking I'm leaning more towards it being that forge mm-hmm. that's what I thought I saw so okay yeah. on that part I have no clue on that part. But I'm going to have to try to look at that movie again so I can get all of this going on here. Because I'm like, okay. So, okay. so remember when he went to go uh, get his axe made in the movie? Vaguely. Because it's been a while since I saw that. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. So if you watch the movie, if you re-watch the movie, uh, take a look at what he had to get started to in order to, to make his axe. And you will see that that's one of the things I think it could be. And I'm, I'm leaning more towards it being that than one of those donut ships because I'm like, why would they put that in the logo? So it makes more sense for it to be the forge. So just keep that in the back of your mind. And of course, I will be around to to remind you. <laughs> well, I'll get on the phone in a minute and ask you a question. Y'all know you like, oh Lord, it's D again. she got a question about this movie. <laughs> Oh, but look, I, I I like doing it. That's that's fine. And this, <laughs> yeah. okay. So at the end, we call it the stinger. The stinger shows Scott arriving to Avengers' headquarters. So that yeah. is Ant-Man. Yeah. He apparently drove the van that that has the, the device that sent him to the quantum realm. So it's right. that that van sitting out there is a big Easter egg. It, it confirms. That the realm will play a part in this movie. hmm But it also, not the van, just seeing Scott. It offered hope to Steve and Natasha that some of their friends, who they presumed were lost, may still be alive. Because uh when they saw him, they was like, Is this a old is that old? Is this an old uh clip? And they're like, she's like, No, he's at the front door. They had already had his picture up as one of the people who was lost. Right. So now they realize, okay, some of the people that we considered lost are still alive. They just haven't gotten to us yet. Mm-hmm. So that this might be when they start looking for people, and that is a, a hopeful thing for them. And then it also made me laugh that that like the end piece that singer actually introduced a little bit of levity into this otherwise depressing trailer because. It it was very depressing up until that point. (laughs) What did you think of Scott? Right. He's he's definitely hilarious. (laughs) And he definitely uh, breaks the ice, breaks the mood of the trailer. But when I saw it, I was like, okay. Now, I know he went through the Quantum Realm thing, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe all of them are there. They just haven't found each other yet. But I'm wondering how did find them. Well, like, um, as far my big question is how the heck did he get out of the Quantum Realm? Now, oh. you know, like, how did he get out? <laughs> I can imagine that he he had an idea where he'd be able to find anybody who was left of the Avengers. He'd go to the headquarters and somebody would be there that he uh, you know, that remembered him from, from Civil War. But how did he get out? That's my big question. Like, he was supposed to be stranded. So, and then he's, you know, it's obvious we're about to use the quantum realm because he's brought this whole van with him. So, that's a good, those are some, like, good questions to base it on. Like, our our next meeting with Scott Lang is, how the hell did you get out? Because you're not supposed to be out. (laughs) I mean, that's, no explanation for that. Okay, cause I thought he was still in. So i just... And then you you could be right too. He this could be a misdirection. He might still be in the quantum realm, you know. But um, it, it appears to me that he actually somehow got out and is at the front door of the Avengers headquarters. So this this brings us to the last but not least. We we see the title card with April underneath. And, uh, it's been confirmed by Disney that Endgame will be released on April 26th, 2019, exactly one year after Infinity War. Hmm. And we're about four months away from the answers to our questions. That's gonna be a long four months. Yeah, cause you know, oh, what we're gonna do is, is sit around and speculate more and more, you know. But, honestly, this was, it's been, uh... It's been an interesting few months. This movie has created a whole lot of talking points. Uh, it's it's a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah. What, so, like, do you think that... Uh, do you think we'll be talking about Avengers Endgame a year after it's come out the way we've been talking about this for the last six months? Probably so. <laughs> Probably so. Because... Because next, is like, okay, it, it says Endgame, but is this really the end? And I'm, I'm going to say it's Endgame, and now I'm going to give away a couple of my, my little secrets and tidbits that I will save it for other things. But you're a specialty, so I'm going <laughs> to give it to you now. Endgame. And, and, and when we watch uh, Avengers Age of Ultron for the watch party, which is a few weeks away, we got lots of weeks before we get to Age of Ultron. But there was a point in the movie where, uh, Tony, huh? What is Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron was the second Avengers movie. Okay. So, mm -hmm. So in Age of Ultron, uh, Tony was talking to Cap. And he pointed up in the sky and he was like, that right there, that's the end game meaning that if something came from outer space and came down to Earth and uh, actually wanted to wage a war that they were not equipped to beat something like that he said that way back in I think that was four years ago Mm -hmm. so he said those words four years ago and then we heard Dr. Strange say those same two words again in Infinity War he said there was no other way, Tony. We're in the end game now, so it kind of uh, end game is 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 uh, a chess term. Mm-hmm. So I guess basically, like Doctor Strange and Tony are playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. You know, so Doctor Strange, when he made the move, all the moves that he made in Infinity War towards that towards the end, he was setting up. Things and put things in position in order to win the game. So you have to sacrifice a few things. In like in chess, you have to sacrifice right. a few pieces to to actually win the game. And, and that's what Doctor Strange did. He understood I'm gonna have to sacrifice this, this, and this mm-hmm. to get that. So he sacrificed right. what the time stone. Uh, he traded for. Uh, he made sure Tony stayed alive. You, you know that was a a big piece of the puzzle. I honestly think he was stalling Thanos to make sure that Scott Lang got caught in the uh, in the quantum realm. I'm not sure, but I believe that that was another thing that, that uh, Dr. Strange was setting up. So again, Dr. Strange was playing chess that whole time. Everybody else was just making moves and he was looking way ahead. If I give up this piece and this piece and this piece, that's how we're going to win. So that, all that I believe all of that is going to come back into play in this movie. But Endgame is an appropriate title. By the way, which I had already predicted, but of course, the, the director said that, um, oh, it won't be something that was said in Infinity War. And they lie because it was said there. <laughs> but that was the first thing I guessed, that it was going to be called Endgame. Because I remember hearing Tony say it and then Dr. Strange said it. So I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> so, Good hints that I did not catch, on, well, catch the, on to. You're not obsessed with this foolishness, you know? You got a family and a husband. <laughs> I just got... Look, all I got is comic books. <laughs> well, I, I, I really love the movies, but I never got into it as a kid and, or the comics. So... To find out all these characters connect in some way is like blowing my mind. It's making me like more and more interested in, it, but it's just, I feel like I'm light years behind trying to catch up. But that's the thing, like the, MC, the, the MCU, the movies, mm-hmm. you don't have to to be caught up on the comic book. It, it helps, you know, but if, you're, if you don't know nothing about the comic books, but you've seen all the movies, you will you will follow along, and as soon like if you if you're watching in the order that I'm watching with the, as the uh, with the watch party, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like you do, you participate in the uh, in the conversation, <laughs> then you find out, you know, you you all of these little things uh, they start to become more apparent. Because, you you know, you're watching it with somebody who was actually talking about the movie instead of just what we, we watch them to entertain us, ourselves the first time. And then after that, like, now I'm trying to tear this movie apart. <laughs> but if all you watch is all you've done is watch the movies, That's enough. You, you will get you will get the full understanding of what they're doing. Uh, you yeah, got somebody like you to explain. <laughs> oh, didn't see that either. But nobody wants to be with that person who explains while the movie... You know, the first time you watch the movie, you don't want a person like me with... You. you want a person like me with you when you, like, rent the movie at home where you can stop it and listen to somebody and still don't... You don't want to talk and explain an ass person with you at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you do at the movie? I, no, because I go by okay. myself. <laughs> I, I don't even want to... I don't want to even... Uh, feel tempted to talk to somebody. I go by myself. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of me, going for the a thousand, I have a thousand and one questions anyway. Mm-hmm. We talked about them all right after the movie, after the credits roll. I, I'm I'm down to talk, but I'll be like uh uh-uh, uh, because if I'm talking to you, I might miss something. The movies right. are these directors have done an awesome job at making all except for maybe two or three. That I hated, I ain't gonna say hated. That I didn't like as much as the others. Other than that, they they made it real easy to get caught up in the whole 22 movie arc, you know. And and then we got uh we got Captain Marvel, who I'm sure is gonna explain a whole bunch of stuff. And then we will have our, our big movie. The month we're waiting for. One month after that, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'll be there. Two big movies, March and April. It it seems like Disney is trying to put everybody out of business next year. Do you see what they yeah. have coming on? Yes, <laughs> they had. that uh, One of my friends on uh, Facebook was like, is, "Is Disney like taking over? It's like they got like four or five movies coming out next year. Is <laughs> not fair. They got to, do, and it is more than four or five. <laughs> they no, got. They got a lot of movies. Yeah? We're, oh, we're taking Lion King. Um, mm mm-hmm. Then the two. Uh, actually, three. We got the three uh, Marvel movies. So that's already four. Then you got got um, Frozen 2. There's a Star Wars movie coming out. Oh. Yeah, they. I don't know who made them mad. Were they trying to... That they can just, uh, we can do, do it every month if we go to. They just throw our movies out. Like. It's crazy. They just saying, we hard at work. Yeah, we're 100% sure they are going to clean up next year. There's only a couple of movies that can compete with that. And, um, gosh, this little echo is really bothering me. And it's only in mine, huh? Yeah, I don't hear anything. Well, you suck, Mike. Why are you doing that? because you're not in your favorite closet you are 100% correct I'm not recording in the closet so so um 30 minutes of me hearing myself in my ear is enough <laughs> I can hear myself and it is it is annoying I'm, and then I hear you like all of this I'm leaving this in I'm leaving this in the episode because it's a bonus oh, episode you guys <laughs> you gonna get what you get. It's a bonus episode. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> D, oh D, D, D. I thank you so much for joining me today. This has been so much fun. So yes, uh, okay. well, Dumbo coming out in Aladdin. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, I went back. I was trying to okay. find movies the coming out. So oh. Dumbo and Latin Mm-hmm. It's coming out um, next month, next year with the uh, Lion King. Uh, um, yeah. It's and not fair. There's going on. Uh, it's not fair. It is not fair. Disney is out here monopolizing the movie money. Hey, hey. They doing their thing. Oh, and the penguins. Oh, they coming back? Yeah. Uh, April 19th. I didn't know. April 19th. Oh, wait a minute. And Toy Story 4. I forgot about Toy Story. I want to see that and Frozen (laughs) and Lion King myself. So, yes. They're going to have my grown button there, too. Along with the children. We were just talking about how you look like a freaking kidnapper being at (laughs) these movies. But I'm going to look like a kidnapper because I'm going to those movies. The first Lion King, and before, you know, before I go off on this whole other tangent, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway, but I still want to thank D for joining me today, but I'm still about to give you guys the first Lion King, came out in 1994, and Ooh, I was, I graduated uh, in 94, oh God, I, I was 100 months pregnant, sitting in the, uh, the Lion King with no kids, all I have is one child. <laughs> I was crazy with him and I was Lion King and I was sitting by pregnant there now with Lion King I, this is what I really want to do I really want to go to New York and see the the, the uh, Broadway play because I heard it is phenomenal I would love 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 to do that but until I'm, I'm gonna fake it until I make it I'm gonna pretend like I'm in New York <laughs> Watch this live action live game with me. i the yeah. And then Donald Glover is simple. This is it's gonna be wow. That's not this is after. This. Wait a minute, hold up. This, so I'm looking. Yeah, no, this is after the snap <laughs> So, wait a minute, John Week 3 is coming out. So wait a mm-hmm. minute, okay. Uh, that's oh, uh, and Descendants three and Secret the Secret Lives of, of uh, Pets two. I can't wait to see that John Wick though. John Wick. Angry Birds? Birds. Who? The Angry Birds Part two. I didn't even know they had a part one of that. And I know Pikachu Pikachu Detective Detective Pikachu coming out. I, oh, you way ahead of the game because I didn't know anybody. I'm, if- but I'm excited about this John Wick because, like, that is off the chain. Like, he was... He was upset. I want to see what he's upset about now. Well, then, when when that movie comes out, you can join me again. I'm pretty sure until somebody knocks you off your throne, you're going to be here a lot, so... <laughs> you're going to be doing a lot of episodes. I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, I always say I, I try to do a little bit and help people out. I don't really like to... Like be in the front line, but I mean this was funny. I, uh, this was fun. Yeah, and but, I'm glad to. I'm, I'm glad to have you here. It was. I'm talking about this this trailer, and, and um you know you did most of the talking, and I'm over here like for real. Okay, I'm gonna have to look at that when I get off the phone. and get off here with you. But yeah, it was exciting. Yes. We must. We must do this again. And um, anybody else who would like. To uh, guest host a bonus episode with me, one of the ways that you can do that is by being a Patreon supporter. And what I do usually, I'm going, but my plan rather is to have the top two Patreon supporters on this bonus episode. But because I only have one, <laughs> Davina stole the show today. <laughs> you you can know, eating up the whole show <laughs> as usual. <I'm> <laughs> Supporting a little. <laughs> little. <laughs> you could be number two with as little as $1 a month. Just think about hey, that. Hey, come on out and support my longtime child and friend. <laughs> make her help her make her dream come true. And, she, and so I, we said and we talked about this, this pod and you said, hey, I want to get this thing started. And like, I think like two months later, here comes the pod. And I'm like, okay, all right. And it got me all excited. I call you at all times of the day. (laughs) And believe me when I say she does, she will call me at the latest hour of the night or the earliest hour of the morning. Hey, where my episode? (laughs) I can say this for sure, though. She paying for it. So, so I, I, she keep me working. I'm like, okay, she's paying for her episode. So, I got to get up however I feel. Make it till I make it. Oh and and I love you for that. Thank you for keeping me on my game. You ready? You and everything. I know you looking at the phone like, what do want now? I'm like, I didn't see no trailer, girl. It didn't come out. They lied. <laughs> Where the trailer at and see they lied again today because they were supposed to put out that now who was that because I missed you you froze up <laughs> oh I'm sorry uh Spider-Man Far from Home that trailer was supposed to drop today hmm. and I'm like well why would they do that? Because the Avengers in game trailer just came out and it wouldn't make sense. We just saw that that Spider-Man is dead. So now we're gonna bring out the Spider-Man Far from Home trailer like right after this give us a little time to process this this first trailer before you throw another one out at us that's that's just too much isn't this spider-man the animated no you're thinking of into the spider-verse okay so uh far from home is coming out next year as well okay so it'll come out i think in july so like just a couple of months after uh end game now, this animated, when that's come, that comes out this month, right? Yeah. And what is that based on? I mean, because I don't, there's a lot of people. Now, I'm going to tell you, you can listen to my episode, uh, oh, Spider Ham and Other Arachnids. That was I, I listened to that Not yet, last week. So well, I'm going to tell you again, really okay. quick. Okay, so this, this is about a. Uh, uh, I guess Wilson Fisk, who is the kingpin, he kind of uh, I forgot the name of this device, but he cre- he made it. He used a device that created a rip in the uh, various universes, which the Spider-Man from each one of those universes all fell into Miles Morales' universe. And Miles Morales, uh, in his universe, there was a Spider-Man, Peter Parker. In his universe, Peter Parker got killed. But Miles Morales had already been bitten by a spider, and he already was uh, getting these powers from the spider. And when he saw how heroic Spider-Man was, it inspired him to take on the mantle. And what's interesting, or actually what's noteworthy about Miles Morales, is he is uh, a mixed-race character. He's black and Latino. Mm -hmm. so you're getting a black and Latino mixed Spider-Man in his universe but then all these other spider people start falling through this crack in the uh, in in their various universes and they have to stop Kingpin and all these other villains from uh, destroying I'm gonna say Brooklyn Brooklyn is where Miles Morales is from so yeah and they actually, the, the word is that this, I've, I've read several articles, one that says this is the best animated film of the year. I saw that too. Okay. And then another one that said, this is one of the top five superhero movies since Ooh. Blade. And that to me was incredible because <laughs> since Blade, it went way back. Yeah. So. Blade, all those years, so that means they're including, in it's top five that they have, have uh, manufactured, they're including all of these Marvel movies that came out over the last 10 years, yeah. they're saying that Into the Spider-Verse is right up there with the top of them, so I am, I cannot wait to go see this movie, it's it's uh, it's coming out on the 13th, I believe you can see, this Wait a minute, am I right? It's coming out on the 14th. I believe you can catch it on the 13th, though. So um, I'm probably gonna try to go see the later one of the later shows on the 13th. I swear, the whole month of December, you, we just in the movie theater. This week, after week. The right? And if you're okay, that's just superhero movies. If you wanted to step over, if you had little kids, and you had to go see Mary Poppins. You got to go see, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff coming out and um, all at the same time. So, but this was like the golden age. This is the best time to start one of these podcasts like this because, yeah, I'll I'll be busy for the next year, at least. (laughs) You're going to make it longer than next year. They're going to bring out some else and we're going to talk about that too. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But they've, they've already got me covered for a whole stinking year. (laughs) Because <laughs> in 2020 we we got Wonder Woman 1984 coming out. We already know that's coming out in 2020. I'm so so I'm huh? That back? Yeah. Not happy about that pushback. Not I'm not either. Because if I really hope that they didn't do it for the reasons that people are saying they did it. That's that's what's gonna make me mad. Like why? Would you But I won't go into that. <laughs> we have 41 minutes, Davina. <laughs> paying for this but uh time is up baby we all got, right but what, wait a minute what do we what do we want people to do we want people to subscribe we want them to review and we want them to rate right and where can they do that Zena? they can do that on itunes or any uh um, outlet that there is with music or like a pod any any place where you can uh where you can download a podcast or any of those apps, Google Play, um, iTunes, but yeah, you're right. And um, where else can they find us if they wanted to catch up with us, Dee? Uh, after the Snap Survivors? <laughs> so she, she, she kind of she put those two together. So you want to go to Facebook <laughs> at After the Snap and then join the group. Snap Survivors. I'll have my script ready next time. <laughs> oh, no, but you're you fantastic. <laughs> with no script. freestyling right now. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter at SnapAfter, on Instagram at AfterThesnap 2018. And don't have you story. can you can email us after the snap at gmail.com. Tell me what you thought of today's episode uh we gave you bonus loveliness today, and you know what? I was gonna do the whole, uh, the whole short trek, Cerule's homeworld of the brightest star. That's gonna be my Tuesday episode. I will give you a little hint about uh, Bumblebee on Tuesday, but the first, the, I'm sorry. yeah, but I'm no, no spoiler so don't even have to worry I'm not going to put no spoilers it's just going to be a blanket really really bland description and my reaction to Bumblebee but I'm going to really really go deep into Saru on Star Trek got anything else anybody you want to uh, say hello to miss, miss, uh, Mrs. Lark hello <laughs> we thank you for joining us today and I guess we'll catch you <laughs> on the flip. <laughs> All right, let me let me hit the stop button. Yeah, you need